0: Hello again, and welcome to another episode of State of Reality, your guide to buying and selling real estate in the real world. I'm your host, DJ Stavropoulos, licensed realtor in Atlanta, Georgia. For this episode, I'm going to cover seller motivation, since it's the first step in the selling process. You're either buying, selling, or doing both. If you're only buying, listen to my episode called Buyer Motivation. If you're selling or doing both, it's important to understand what exactly is motivating you to sell. Most of us don't just wake up one day and decide to sell. Something outside you happens that you react to, or something inside you grows to the point that you decide it's time to go. As a homeowner, at some point, you'll start thinking about selling your home, why you want to do that, and where you want to go next. Long before you start dreaming of your new home and enlisting the help of an agent to sell, you need to understand what's driving you. What's your motivation? How strong is it? Is it a force to be reckoned with, or something that could change like the wind? Understanding the motivation behind your move is a key part of making the selling process go smoothly. If you don't understand why you're moving and how that impacts your search, you won't have a sense of purpose and direction guiding you. It's all about motivation. Think about it. There has to be a compelling reason for anyone to go through the home selling process. It takes time and energy, so there's got to be a good reason to do it. That's your motivation. You need to know what this is and discuss it with your agent, so they understand what's compelling you to hire them to sell your home. Most people are motivated by external forces that convince them their current home no longer works for them. For example, you may be getting married, having a baby, or taking a new job across town or in a new city. Better yet, maybe your children are starting school and your public schools are awful, so you're moving to a better school district. Not to rain on your parade, but perhaps you're getting a divorce. Someone died, you lost your job, or the kids have left, and you're drowning in the extra space. All of these are valid reasons to sell. Let me simplify the message so it's crystal clear. You are either being pushed or pulled to sell your home. In other words, either something external is causing you to sell your home, I call this a push, or else the grass is simply greener somewhere else, I call this a pull. Think of a push as something outside your control that's forcing you to move. Think of a pull as the opposite. It's completely optional and within your control. You don't have to move, but there's something more attractive that you're reaching for. You may think your situation is a little bit of both of these, but one of them happened first, and that's your true motivation. One type is much more common and stronger. Can you guess which? It's the push scenario. Most of us don't have the luxury of just wanting to move and making it happen. It's much more common for an external push to get us going. Examples: I have a new job in a new city that starts in two months. I'm getting married next spring and we want to be settled in our new home before then. Or we're having a baby and don't want to be giving them baths in our kitchen sink. The pull motivation can still be strong, but the world isn't going to end if you don't move. This motivation comes from within. It just feels like it's time to move on. I've never had an external force like a layoff divorce or getting a dog make me move, so I can't speak from personal experience. But I've had many clients in this situation and understand how it clearly drives their actions. Instead, my motivation has always been internal. It's about getting more home or moving closer to the city or having a better yard. Nothing I absolutely had to have. Put simply, sometimes motivation comes from the outside and sometimes it comes from within. Know the source of yours. There are lots of reasons why people sell. The key is to have clarity and strong motivation, whatever it may be. Let's assume your motivation is external. You don't wanna be the never closing seller who keeps hoping for a better offer with better terms so they can boast about how much they made on the sale of their home. You should get over that because it doesn't matter. Only one thing does, and that is moving yourself to your future state. Selling your home is one step to getting there. It's a means to an end. So whatever you do, remember that your motivation should not be the sale of your home. Your motivation should be to get to where you want to be understanding that selling your home is the means of achieving that. Think of it this way. If your home fetches $5,000 less than you wanted, are we going to renege on accepting that job offer? No. Are you going to not enroll your children in the fantastic schools in the neighborhood you're moving to? No. Are you going to be upset that you're getting the house of your dreams? No. Are you going to pull your home off the market and forget about why you were moving in the first place? Probably not. This should make more sense now you have a future state you're trying to get to, and that should be your motivation for selling. Now let's assume your motivation is internal. In this scenario, you don't really have to move. You just wanna move. So you're more likely to focus only on the sale of your home because hey, if you get a great offer, you'll be happy. But if you don't, no big deal. You'll just take it off the market and stay put. See the difference here? There is nothing outside of your control really pushing you to sell, so your motivation is weaker and you may even be on the fence about whether you'll actually go through with it. Somehow, the work you've done to prepare your home to sell and the offers you're getting or not getting are making you question why you even decided to do this. And in the end, whatever motivation you thought you had for selling is greatly outweighed by the reality that the profit you expected might not materialize. And then what if your house sells and you're forced to buy another house to move into that you don't really love because you haven't a place to go and time is running out. So you get scared and angry and frustrated because you thought your house would sell for a certain amount in a certain time frame and that is not what's happening. You pull the plug and all that work you and your agent put into this amounts to absolutely nothing. Do you see how these two scenarios differ? With external motivation, you wanna get somewhere and selling your home moves you in that direction. With internal motivation, you don't need to get anywhere, and so selling your home becomes an end to itself. Internal motivations can create strong external motivations. Here's an example. You don't need to move but found a wonderful home nearby. You can easily sell your home, cash out the additional equity you've amassed in just a few years, and use that to buy your new home. This is purely internal, but once you're under contract on the new home, it's a different world. You suddenly have an external factor driving your motivation. You do not want to lose that new house. So you'll do whatever it takes to sell your home as quickly as possible and not obsess over getting top dollar because that doesn't really matter. What matters is getting an offer that's good enough to net you what you need to buy your new house in a time frame that works. It's no longer about selling your home. It's about getting that new house that you're drooling over. Let me talk a bit about investors since their motivation for selling is different. I described them a bit in my episode on buyer motivation, but I'll repeat it here because it's relevant. Investors are out to make money on the purchase and sale of property. So they buy low, perhaps invest some in the property, and then sell high. In fact, as high as possible in order to maximize their profit. It's a for-profit business. Some sit on properties and land just waiting for them to appreciate. Some implement quick fixes. And some do full got renovations with the belief that their investment will yield an roi that's off the charts i know i said earlier that anyone selling just to make money had internal motivations but investors are actually externally motivated sellers the external force is a business that runs on profits and their need to cash out of their investment and realize that income so they are very much under the gun to sell and move on, only in this case, what they net on the sale has a huge impact on the profitability or loss for their business. I'll summarize by saying people with strong external reasons for selling are usually happier with the outcome because they end up where they want to be and aren't irrationally focused on the money they get. Sellers focused only on profit are betting their happiness on this, and that should never be your motivation for selling because it's something you can't control. The market dictates what your home will sell for, and if no one will pay you what you want, you won't be happy. Listen to my episode on pricing your home for more insight on this. A lack of motivation for selling will get you nowhere. Once you have your motivation, constantly remind yourself of it along the way to keep yourself going. Envision your new life and your new home and what that will mean for you and your family. And when the going gets rough, remind yourself of what you won't get in the end if you don't stick it out. It's time for a reality check, and I'm just going to say it out loud. Selling a home can be a huge pain in the keister. I think that's Polish for ass, but I'll need Sarah to confirm that. It is nothing like buying a home, which is pure sunshine and lollipops. Selling is more like when Dorothy woke up in Munchkin Land in The Wizard of Oz. There was a good witch and a bad witch and other odd characters she came across who were all trying to help her get somewhere. But it wasn't easy and took brains, courage, and a big heart. Prepare yourself mentally and emotionally for a roller coaster ride. There may be ups and downs, and your stress level will rise and fall, but in the end it should all be worth it. Your agent's job is to help prepare you for this by openly and honestly telling you everything you need to know so you're not surprised. The more you know in advance, the less surprised you'll be. Instead of saying, what the heck, you'll be saying to yourself at every twist and turn, oh yeah, we talked about this situation and what we do if it happened, and now it's happening, so here we go. We've discussed and thought it through and know exactly what to do. Of course, not every home sells, so you have to prepare yourself for that as well. Talk with your agent through all the possible scenarios so you've assessed the potential outcomes. What if your home doesn't sell? What if it doesn't sell for what you expected? What if it doesn't sell within the time frame you want it to? Should you list your home before you found a new one or find a new one and then list your home? If you can't have an open and honest conversation about this, then you're really not ready to sell. The less you know and think about strategically in advance, the more likely the transaction will be a rocky road, like the Ben & Jerry's ice cream. I'll say it one more time for good measure. Successfully selling your home is a key step in getting where you're going. Always keep that in mind. Everything you do to support the sale of your home is tied to your underlying motivation for selling. In the end, remember that if you can't sell your home, you won't be going anywhere. Your home has to sell, and you need to do everything in your power to help and not hinder its sale. Preparing and pricing your home are the only two things you have control over, and I'll be devoting entire episodes to each of these to explain them in much more detail. Personal experience has taught me about motivation. In my first two years of selling, most of my clients sold their homes in two weeks or less, with the exception of one seller, who exemplifies both internal and external motivation. This is a sad story, so get your tissue ready. I'll call her Astrid. She tried to sell her house on her own and hired me about four weeks into this, when she realized it was a lot more complicated than she had expected. We overpriced her house just a bit and got a great offer within days although it was $25,000 less than she wanted. Her counteroffer was far too aggressive and scared the buyers away. After more showings but no offers, we reduced the price a few weeks later by $25,000. But it took several more weeks to get an offer that was even lower than the new price. We ended up taking it off the market after seven weeks. Astrid was internally motivated to downsize and leave a neighborhood she no longer liked. The grass was much greener somewhere else. She didn't have to move, but she really wanted to. She was also under contract on a brand new townhouse, and the builder had even extended her timeframe to enable her to sell her house. So as I described earlier, she now had a compelling external motivation to focus on, and that was to not lose the townhouse of her dreams. But instead, she and her boyfriend insisted her house was worth more than anyone was willing to pay. She didn't accept any of the offers, lost her townhouse, pulled her house off the market, and then started the process all over again a year later. This time around, she did end up selling for the original price. But you have to ask yourself, was it worth it? That's a lot of work, effort, time, disappointment, and loss for only $25,000 in return. Accepting the first offer would have gotten her where she wanted to be a full year earlier. You live and learn. The point of the story is that without a strong motivation and future state focus, your sale can drag on, sputter, and fail. You may never reach your original goal. The unmotivated seller can be a wild card for whom any definitive outcome is questionable. So keep this in mind when you hire an agent and be open and honest about your intentions. They will be fishing for clues of strong motivation or lack thereof and may choose to not take you on as a client if they sense you're not motivated enough. Their job is difficult and motivating you to sell isn't at the top of their list. Remember that they'll be spending time and money to sell your home and if you back out it's a loss for both of you. If they do choose to work with you they'll know what's coming and not set on realistic expectations but it will definitely feel like a battle if you're not on the same page and are more interested in getting a specific price for your home versus selling it so you can move on. I didn't know it at the time but Astrid didn't really want that new townhouse. Long story short, be motivated to sell your home, keep your eye on the prize, and do everything you can to help your agent sell your house so that you can leave it behind and start your next chapter. That should be the strongest motivation there is. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Tune in again for another episode of State of Reality, where I shed light on real estate and the reality behind it.